So here we go, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Kings of Anglia Track the Girls Talk podcast, which is proudly sponsored by John Fowler Solicitors. Big up Mark Kennedy as ever for his support. I'm joined as ever by my co-host and town captain Blue Wilson. And we've got super Eloise King with us, also captain. Has the armband a few times. Oh, Blue, I, won't, I won't get on your bad side here, but I'm just saying she's also <laughs> had the captain's armband. Um, she's keeping old for you. And of course, Bonnie, also the captain, just in case she's listening. Um, Blue, how's things? Things are good, Ross. We've had our first sort of week out of training and um, although I've missed it slightly, it's been enjoyable once you've had the whole season being in at the training ground uh, quite a few times a week. It's nice to have a, a change in schedule. So I've enjoyed that a little bit, but still cracking on with rehab. Um, so all is good here. It's looking a bit cloudy outside here in Ipswich, but um, all else is good. How are you doing? I know you're an international man now. I've seen. I've been seeing you in Holland interviewing all these sorts of people. So how's that been? Yeah, it's been good. Um, I won't mention what I didn't or what I did do after the interviews, but I won't, won't get into that. That's, uh, <laughs> that's for uh, behind the scenes the podcast. If you want to pay for that, um, but yeah, very good. And it was good to catch up with some of those former players. Um, Ek, would you know any of those because they are former town players? Maybe before your time. Potentially. Yeah, maybe a bit before my time, but calls us a town fan, honestly. <laughs> I say before our time, maybe before our time. Yeah, but um, yeah, watch this space for those interviews for, for for listeners and viewers out there. But EK, how are you doing? Um, we'll get to the elephant in the room in a second, but um, it's just nice to have a little catch up. So, uh, how, how has been the first week of the off season? Yeah, um, obviously a bit strange from going through a whole season. You know, seeing all the girls to completely nothing. Um, but yeah, just enjoying the time off. Um, but already, like, I just want to go back training. So I think it's going to be a long summer. Yeah, because it's, it's probably the longest wait now. Because I think you know, was it last season? I think we had a fixtures. Well, maybe it's the same time we finished. I'm just talking nonsense now. <laughs> just trying to keep it as long as possible, not to talk about what happened. Um, we did, of course, win the final game of the season, one nil against um, Oxford at the AJ Arena. Um, but sadly, it wasn't enough to win the title. Uh, Watford, congratulations to them, of course, winning the title. One goal difference, Blue. Bloody goal difference. Um, quick thoughts on that before we go on to the game and the key moments. I think I actually, uh, I don't know which pod it was, but I said I didn't think it was going to come down to goal difference. And yeah, here we are. I remember <laughs> saying that quite quite clearly. Um but yeah, really tough actually, because I think Sunday was a really good performance. Um, and I mean, we won our last 10 games of the season and we thought that would be enough. Um, I mean, that's all we could do at that point. And, and yeah, for it to come that close after a, a season of hard work and seasons before that leading up to it of hard work from, from everyone involved and the fans travelling or whatever, for it to come down to however many goals it was is, yeah, it is bittersweet, very much so. Um, but we were pleased with our performance and I'm sure we'll get on to the, the progress we've made in the past season uh, shortly later in this pod. But yeah, it's a strange day on Sunday, really strange. Yeah, I wasn't there, unfortunately. Um, I was up in Fleetwood, of course. Town men, they got promoted, but they didn't win the title. Uh, but EK, as Blue said, it was bittersweet. Quick thoughts on, yeah, Watford winning the title and, yeah, goal difference. Oh, cruel game, in it, football? It is. Um, yeah, really cruel. I think Blue summed it up quite well there. But, 
you know, it was an emotional day, um, quite difficult, obviously, because we won the game. And like Blue said, won 10 games in a row. So, like, it's mad. Uh, our league's mad. Um, but, you know, like I was saying to you previously, like, we go again, like, new season, fresh season um, coming up. So, full focus on that. But, yeah, it is disappointing. Um, but, like I said, we, we'll go again next season and hopefully get what we deserve. We go again. We're going to put that on T-shirts for next season. Just, you know, I'm going to, yeah, more merch to sell. Why not? Um, well, you're going to do the heavy lifting, um, Blue and EK, because, of course, I wasn't in the game. Um, Oxford are a team we've had our battles with. Um, we finally beaten them 1-0. Um, it was goalless at half-time. What was the first half like? A little bit blue. I'm sure, you know, maybe a bit cagey because they have two good footballing sides. Um, you're on the bench. So you sort of know what the score was with the Watford game. The players were just doing what they had to do on the pitch. Um, but, yeah, how are you feeling? So I think Joe before the game said he didn't want to know the score um, and he didn't want the bench to know the score. So I kept it quite quiet. But of course, I couldn't resist the temptation to check. And um, Watford went ahead quite early, I think, about 20 minutes from memory. Not sure. And then they added a second and a third. Um, so I knew that, you know, we needed a few a few goals <laughs> um, uh, to, to win the league. But in terms of our sort of game and what we were focusing on, it was a little bit cagey. Um, I think we dominated the first half for sure. I think we dominated the whole game, to be honest. Um, but in terms of cleanliness and being really sort of cute with the final third um, inputs and getting into the box or whatever, we didn't really have much joy. Um, although the build-up looked good, um, there were a few scares I remember at the back, but other than that, I think we were we were pretty comfortable. And I think the the feeling going in at halftime was pretty positive. I'm not sure what happened at the halftime team talk, EK, but um, from what I sort of gauged was that girls were feeling pretty positive, and it was a first half performance to build on. Yeah, hundred percent. I think, like Joe was saying at halftime. Um, we were nowhere near at our best, but we were still drawing the game. So, um, you know, we knew we could potentially go and, and win the game like we did. Um, but, yeah, it was a bit of a weird feeling because, you know, I didn't really have many nerves that day and I thought I would. But I think, you know, Joe said to us, like, there's literally nothing to be nervous about, you know. We go and if we get the win, we get the win. If we get promoted, we get promoted. Um, so it wasn't really in our hands. Um Obviously, we got the win, but unfortunately, didn't go up. Um, but yeah, it was it was a bit of a strange feeling. But to be fair, on the pitch, I, I was just focusing on the game rather than anything else. I, I didn't really want to know the score whilst I was playing either because that can. I didn't know how that would affect us as a team um, or as me as an individual. Um, but yeah, it was a bit of a, a, a weird one. But um, like I said, yeah, it was... We, we we did what we, we could do. We won the game um, and that's all we could do in the day. So you can't ask for much more than that. Yeah, because of course, you know, we, we scored the goal, you know, Freire scored the winner, which um, which was, of course, was the eventual winner. And of course, you're going to celebrate the goal like any other because um, it's a goal against a promotion rival because Oxford could still, could have won the title that day as well if they, you know, beat us and once against Watford um, lost their game. Um, so yeah, at that stage, EK, you must be thinking, okay, we've got we're winning here. But you don't actually know the results, so... It's yeah, it, it was a weird one, because I did remember thinking on the pitch, if someone scores here, like I don't know how mental to go, 
because <laughs> I did think I'd run over to the bench and I could kind of see it in, in people's faces a little bit because they're almost looking at me as if to be like, oh, it's great that we've scored, but, you know, what for the, yeah, they're winning. Um, so I think from that moment, to be fair, when Freya scored, I kind of, got a little bit of a hint from the bench that potentially Watford were winning. Um, but yeah, it was it was very strange. Yeah, Blue, you're the one in the know. You had the um, tweets coming up probably and everything like that. And you were like, because probably, yeah, you said we were probably, Watford were 3-0 up at that stage and we got the goal and we're like, you're probably happy we score the goal, but you've gone, oh, you know, Billerick here now got to do us a massive favour and they didn't do us a favour. Yeah, I was hoping for a miracle. Um, <laughs> not gonna lie. I still had a, I still had hope in me. Um, but I know Bonnie asked me at half time, she was like, What's the score? I just need to know the score. So I told her, so Bonnie knew, um, but kept it quiet. Um but I think from that point when I see I've seen it's three nil, I'm then like, Okay, I, I still celebrated that goal because I was like, if if we can't win it, Oxford on on either, I don't wanna watch them celebrate. <laughs> winning the league in front of us at home. I just don't want to watch it. Um, so that was the next thing. And we ended up finishing second above Oxford. You think that's crazy for the amount of time they led the league and whatever, and we finished above them. So it's, it is crazy how football works. Um, but I'm almost glad in a sense that we won that game. It was important to win that game because I think it would have put a really bad spin on, on it if we had to watch Oxford um, lift the trophy. That would have been oh, awful. But I'm not sure if you've seen the clip of Freya's goal, Ross. No. Oh my goodness. She absolutely skins the centre-back. Like, <laughs> literally, the centre-back is on toast. Like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. The the change in pace was... I think it was a captain as well. Quite an experienced player. But, um, yeah, the, the, the electric pace and then cool finish. Ridiculous. I'll find it at some stage and watch it. And uh, and as you mentioned, Blue, yeah, Oxford were leading the way for so long and for us to finish second, that just shows, EK, the, the progress we made in the last 12 months or just the last 10 games, 10 wins in a row, scoring goals, beating some, you know, teams that maybe I wouldn't say struggled against, but we've like, we had to really play our best football and we have done. So, yeah, a lot of progress. Yeah, to be fair, I'm not really surprised. I think, Going into the beginning of the season, we all kind of knew in like obviously the formation and the players that had to fit into different positions, especially like the defence. So I always had in the back of my mind come towards the end of the season, we would probably, you know, start to do really well. Um, and obviously we did. Um, we, we've obviously been training really well as well towards the end of the season. Um, and it was just nice to have something to play for because obviously the season before we got to this stage and yeah, there was nothing to play for. So um yeah, it was really nice to obviously take it right down to the wire um, and keep performing well week in, week out. Um, and yeah, it was, although we didn't get the result we wanted, it was still a nice end to the season. Quite a positive one. Yeah, very positive. And um, Blue, once again, I'm just um, teasing this for, for future podcasts. We'll do a season review looking throughout the whole season. But I want to mention it because we've got another clean sheet. Um, 14 in 22 games in the league is just incredible. So shout out to um, Sarah. Megan, um, Boz, Summer. Actually, no, do you know what? The whole the whole first hit, everybody, because you're all part of that. EK, I'm sure you have to come back and defend a few times. Oh, well. do you know what? Me, Cara and Bonnie have been saying, you know, don't forget about us, all right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, of course. Yeah, Laffy and yeah, Tom, yeah, Tash, just everybody, just everybody. Blue, you know, even yourself, you know, you're, you're part of it as well. So yeah, don't worry about so. it. And even Joe, goal, goalkeeping coach, you know, um, Nikki, just Jack, everybody, <laughs> just everybody. Kieran, yeah. But Blue, thoughts? Thoughts, yeah, ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, I, I was just looking at, so the top three teams, that so was Oxford and Watford. Um, only lost three games. All of us lost three games, and that—that's the margin. Just so I guess it's learning every season. It's learning. Um, I think we've got a really tough league, and and of course we don't even know yet if Watford are going to go up. It could be that they lose that one-off playoff game, and they bloody stay in our league. So it's <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Um, but obviously that's changing from next season. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a great defensive record and something to build on and carry forward to next season and perhaps take learning from this season that actually how we start the season is so important because it could be that we get to the last 10 games and we, we win all 10 and because of those first couple of games, we, we're sort of held back. Um, so it's, it's difficult, but again, we're all a year older and a year wiser and had that experience of being in the title race again. Um, so can only add to what next season can be and will be. Indeed. Um, EK, sort of put a spotlight on you now. Um, thoughts on, on your season, overall performance? Um, you played in different roles this season. You had the captain's armband, scored a few goals, got a few assists. Um, how, how would you look back at your season? Um, I'd say it's probably been my most successful season um, in terms of consistency. Um, it was obviously my first full season as a defensive midfield player, um, which, like I've said before, like, I really enjoyed. Um, I feel like it allows me to you know, flourish in as well, especially the way that we play with obviously the fours getting on the ball quite a lot. Um, but yeah, I think obviously from when I was a number 10 scoring more goals, um, adding goals to my game was something that I think potentially I want to do next season. Um so that'd be the only thing that I'd say, you know, that like I probably wanted to do a bit more this season. Um, but yeah, no, I've, I've really enjoyed um, playing in all the games. Um, yeah, and yeah, it's been it's been a good season for me, I think. And um, I'll, I'll put you in some top tier celebrations this season as well, even though you ran away from me a few times, but I, I allow you, I allow that. Um, but some good fist pumps as well. So yeah, it's been up there. Blue, you probably know where I'm going with this. I'll mm-hmm. put you on the spot. Thoughts on EK's season? Best season I've seen EK play, <laughs> for sure. For sure, and has definitely contributed to why we've been so good, um, especially the latter part of the season. Um, so, you know, it's all it takes. Move to the defensive midfield position, all the best players play there. <laughs> exactly that. 100%. If, I to, yeah, if I had to say one improvement for EK, it'd probably be bigger arms so that the <laughs> captain's arm might actually fit her. <laughs> Yeah. I can't be seeing no more of this tape. Why do you think I've been doing uppers for the last three weeks, Blue? <laughs> tape around the right arm because the right arm's bigger. Yeah. To be fair, at the start of the season, I was having to tape it, but I've obviously got a little bit bigger because it's finally staying on. So, um, yeah, <laughs> we won't talk about that, though. <laughs> but, yeah, in all seriousness, um, I think it's been a really good season for you, and I think you know it. Um, I think for, for everyone behind the scenes, you know, you only you don't see everything in football. It's not you. 
I guess, fans and you see what's on Twitter and you see what's see us on a match day. But I guess behind the scenes, you don't really get much insight into that. And it's it's been tricky um, this season. So to be where we are and also for players like EK to be performing and have to have performed like she has is is hard to believe, actually. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well done, EK. Thank That's you. all you're getting. I can see your head growing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd stop there if I were you. Yeah, I'm going to, I think. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, you have had a good season, UK. Not because you're on the pod, special guest this week. You have been, it's been a good season. I'm, I'm going to give you my props as well. So let, let that grow, grow, and grow more. Um, yeah. But I want to quickly add another question on, though. Um, how has it been? I think I've probably asked this before, but how has it been alongside Bonnie this season? You know, once again, such an experienced player. Um, I'm sure you've learned a lot from her for the last two seasons. Yeah, of course. Um, like you said, Bonnie's an experienced player. Um, so even little things, you know, in games that I'll pick up things from her um, in training as well. So it's quite nice, obviously. Like I said, I'm new to the position. So to have someone that's played in, you know, the leagues above in the same position as me has probably helped me massively. Um, and I've probably got to thank her, um, you know, for the way that I've performed this season because to play with her as well, you know, has been excellent. So... Yeah, well done, Bonnie. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Bonnie. Fantastic player. Um, let's mention then the crowd, um, because it was it was a really interesting day because yeah, you had a big away following Fleetwood. You had the beam back at Portland Road, and of course you had a game at AJ Arena. So we just didn't know what to expect um, in terms of the crowd. But 800 plus was in attendance, which is just great. You know, great occasion for women's football. Two really good teams in the division going head to head in a, a title decider. I'm sure you know people sort of know what was going on at Watford. But Blue, what was the atmosphere like? Yeah, it was great. As per as it has been for since definitely since January, um, it was amazing. I think it's always a good sign when I'm. Um, parking up at Felixstowe. If I can't get parked anywhere close, and no joke, I had to walk five minutes, five minutes to get into the ground. I was like, mm, today's going to be a good day. Um, but they were loud, lots of chants going, um, and they were great. They made the day great, and we had a nice lap of honour. Is it a lap of honour or a lap of, I don't know, a lap of clapping? Lap of appreciation. appreciation. That's it, appreciation, yeah. um, which was really nice to see people stay for that. Um, so yeah, considering that the men's team were away and that was quite a big day and those being back on, uh, incredible. And EK, we, we spoke about it all season. The fans have been great and the atmosphere has been improving, improving. Um, of course, your dad and, and your mum, they're, they're the main part of that. Um, shout out to them, of course, uh, Tracy and Chris. But um, I'm sure that's just helped you, you girls all season, just that, that backing home and away. Like even the away games is now, you know, every every week. I think it was actually the Watford game Um where we, it was the first time I felt there was a proper atmosphere at away game. So um, mm-hmm. even just me, just sitting pitch side, I'm like, okay, the players must be loving this. Yeah. You know, you hear it all the time, like, about how good the fans are, but generally, like, we can't thank them enough. Um, they've been amazing the whole season. Um, stuck by us every single step of the way. Um, so, yeah, they've been absolutely brilliant. Um, and it's amazing, like, when you're on the pitch and all you can hear is just noise. Like, it just really does drive you on. So, again, you know, we've got them to thank as well for some of the success that we've had this season. So, hopefully they keep up for next season and we can thank them for that. Definitely. I think, actually, we have the best fans in the league by an absolute mile. Oh, yeah, that's a fact. We're like 20 points clear, I reckon, if that's a league table. (laughs) Minimum. 
even when we're away, I feel like we're at home. Yeah. That's how they are. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. So, fans, if we could give you a trophy for winning the league in terms of fan base, we would. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Goal difference wouldn't even matter. No, no it wouldn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because what, what game was it? Was it the... I'm trying to think now. It was only a few weeks back ago. And... First, I think it was um, where Craw- the Crawley's game, Crawley Wasps. I think the first time they'd moved to their like different stadium or ground, and there was yeah, once again more town fans there, and it's a bit of a trip to Crawley, and yeah, <laughs> we had more fans there. It just, it just, oh, it's just incredible. Um, and EK, they always want you. If we've won the game, of course, you, you don't want to do it when you were draw or loss. But what, what's that like? You know, knowing like you look over and ah, I've got to do it because they want it. They they go yeah. for it. You know, yeah. Oh, no, I love it, to be fair, especially when we win. Um, yep. Obviously, last Sunday, they wanted me to do it because um, we won. Um, I was debating whether to do it because, obviously, we didn't win the league. So, I was like, oh, can I celebrate this? But, you know, might as well give the fans what they want. So, uh, I was straight over there, give them the fist bump. But, no, um, yeah, I love doing it. It's just, I think it, you know, um, that they like it because they always want it. So, yeah, like I said, might as well give them what they want because they turn up in their numbers every week. So um, it's just something that I can give back to them for, you know, showing appreciation for all that they do for us. That's good, yeah. They're not going to see it until August now. So they need they need just, they needed one more to sort of finish them off for the, for this, for the off-season and then bring on August. Um, I'm looking forward to that. Um, well, what should we do now, Blue? Where, where should we go from here? Um we're going to look at the maybe league table. Maybe I don't probably don't really want to look at it. All of us don't really want to look at it again now. But just a, a final little look at it, just to round it off. Um, we're second, of course. Watford the top. Oxford third. Portsmouth finished fourth. Um, you know, a team that um, I think did they beat us twice this season? Sorry to yeah, they, they did, didn't they? Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry to bring bad memories to everyone listening, everybody. But yeah, they they finished fourth. <laughs> Um, Milton Keynes, they finished fifth. Um, their men's team got relegated. Um, so I think, I think that's I think that's Milton Keynes' highest yeah. finish. I think that's what I saw on the Twitter. Yeah. So yeah, decent for them. Decent for them. Billerick is sixth, so not a bad first season for them um, after getting promoted. Uh, Julian is seventh. Chat won him their first ever season. Well, maybe not first ever, but first season this season, of course. So it's getting promoted. They finished eighth. London Bees ninth, and then Plymouth. We're going to have to go to Plymouth again. You looking forward to that, EK, and have a long trip to Devon? No, oh, I can't wait. I love Plymouth. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. the men, of course, the men have got Plymouth in the championship this season. So it could be another double header. I'm saying it maybe too early. Sorry, Kieran, if I've already, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. exactly. God's sake, Ross, we haven't even sorted it yet. We haven't got the fixtures yet. But um, I'm just saying, you know, maybe. You never know. It'll be good if they can. Um, then, of course, Bridgewater and Crawley have been relegated um, and will course give you a confirmation of all the other teams that are going to be coming up coming down from the championship as well and uh, we'll do a big fixture reveal but uh but yeah blue just looking at the table overall thoughts on it um not not surprising i don't think um i actually thought it was either going to be ours or oxford to win it so but then again there's what there's goal difference between us and watford and then there's two points between um, I was in Oxford, so it's tight. Portsmouth, yeah, not really surprised by because they have a, although they beat us twice, they had a few weird results. Um, so con- consistency wise, never really backed them, but yeah, it's, it is what it is. Um, we go again, as EK said. Absolutely, we do. Yeah. 
And and EK, you know, this has been this is our second season in the in the third tier. Um, has there been much difference from last year to this year? Would you say it's been it's more is more tougher this year because of maybe the teams because last year it was our first sort of time. We had a great start, of course, last season. This season it was different. It was sort of flipped over, weren't it? Because we had you know yeah. not great start. But um, yeah, would you say it's been tougher? Um, I wouldn't say it's too dissimilar because obviously with Southampton in the league. It was it was very difficult. Um, obviously, they had a great a great team. Um, but yeah, this this season was tough. Um, obviously, with the likes of Oxford, Watford, Portsmouth, who obviously took a lot of points off us. Um, but yeah, another tough season. It doesn't get easier. That's for sure. So next season won't won't no. be easier either. Um, but, you know, if you want to get out of this league, you've got to perform well every single week. Um, there's very little margin for error. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll go again, like I keep saying. But, um, <laughs> that's all I keep saying now. That's, that's the only thing in my head. That's the only thing getting me through it. We go again. Um, that's a, that's going to be the title of this podcast, We Go Again. So, yeah, yeah Track the Girls Talk, We Go Again. Um, so, yeah. And I said merch. We're going to bring merch out, you know, top. Every, <laughs> yeah, so look out for that. Look out for that. Um, EK, just a quick little mention, you know, you are a town fan. Um, it gets up, we get, you know, you always get this question. But um, <laughs> what was that feeling like, you know, the men's team finally getting promoted to back to the championship? You were there, of course. Um you know, at the end of the pitch as well, you know, part of the um, Megan winning the you know, supporters, you know, player of the season. But um, yeah, what was that like, you know, knowing that your your team have finally got promoted as well? Yeah, it was a bit surreal. Um, I'm not sure, like, I took it all in. Um, on the day, it was just a madness. Because um, obviously I was there as well when we got relegated to League One. So it was very different feelings. Um, but I think as well, I had in my mind that we've still got to get a job done. So I was excited, but at the same time, I was thinking I've got something else to concentrate on here. Um, so I could celebrate, but I didn't want to celebrate too much because I knew that obviously we had a job to do. Um, but at the same time, yeah, it, it was really good. Obviously, all the girls were there to see it as well. Um, yeah, great, great day, great atmosphere. And, you know, so pleased for obviously the men now in the championship where they belong, hopefully Premier League the, the next season. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Now, calm, calm yourself, calm yourself. I'm all positive, really man. Too. Be fair. Fair play, fair play, fair play. Um, well, I'm gonna just calm myself for a bit. Let's let's yeah. see how we get on. But um, I like, I like this positivity because you know why not? It's happened before. Teams have done it, so exactly. we shall see. We go again. Um, Lou, let's talk then. Um, after that, actually, that that day, uh, that promotion, um, or that week, week after that, um, was the end of season dinner. Um, course both of you were at um all the players all the staff everyone was there um how was it was it a good night yeah it was good fun it was good fun um I was I had a good table I mean not like I didn't have a good table last year but um so you, what what happens is basically there's loads of sponsors men's team players women's team players um and all a load of staff as well and the men's and women's team players normally there's one men's team player one player per table and then the rest is filled with sponsors um so you kind of get a mix and you don't really know who you're going to be paired up with until you're there um so i was sat next to liz and tim edwards who are lovely lovely people um and shawnee aluko who's equally a lovely person so i was happy 
really happy um and all around a, a great evening uh good to celebrate the the men's success um but also be, to be part of that sort of collectively um again this season because that's obviously our second time there um but yeah it was, it was good fun i think there's karaoke at some point um holly big shout out to her she was loving it <laughs> she was loving it but uh, an enjoyable evening or night um and yeah, I look forward to next year. Yeah, it's good. Um, you know, as you said, a second year in a row, it does show that one club, um, you know, both men and women's team coming together for a night to sort of celebrate. Just, you know, even if, like, say, last season, both teams, sadly, you know, the men's team didn't finish the way they wanted. And of course, sadly, we missed out. Um, but it was still, it sounded like a good night last year. This year, the men have got that celebration. Um, EK, who was on your table? So I was with Sam Morsey. Oh, um, yeah, very good. Top dogs, yeah. yeah. Yeah, also another person that I've got to thank um, for this season because on a personal note, like he's helped me massively. Um, he's a great guy, um, a true captain of the club as well. Um, but like Blue said, yeah, it was it was a really good, really good night. All the men, you know, welcomed us. Um, so yeah, it was absolutely brilliant. Nice to just spend time with obviously the girls and like I said, the men as well. Um, just like one club, really, you know, celebrating all the success um, that's happened this season. Um, so, yeah, all in all, really good night. Good to hear. Good to hear. And, yeah, we'll, we won't talk about the other stuff. I'm sure there was a <laughs> after fighting stuff, I'm sure. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's good that, once again, you can sort of celebrate. And Sarah won player. It's player. Um, Megan, of course, won supporters. But, Blue, Sarah, she's been an unsung hero. Check out. Track the Girls Talk Awards. She may get a little bit of a mention there. But, uh, yeah, what a plash it's been this season. Yeah, 14 clean sheets. That's what that's what it gets you. Um, so, yeah, very well deserved. And I think it's a big one to win. The fact that, you know, your your own players are voting you as, as the best player that season. So, yeah, big shout out to Sarah. Often missed. But, um, yeah, she deserves that one. Definitely. Um, EK, quick mention for Sarah, because, yeah, she's one in the sticks. Another player that she's this is her second season, and she's just, for me, she's just getting better and better. Um, so many great saves this season. Um, we really, we should have a nice, we, we see showreels, don't we, of goals and all the goals, but she's made some really good saves, some key saves as well. Yeah, I think you're spot on when you said that unsung hero. She's someone that just gets on with her business week in, week out. Um, is such a great person as well. Um, a good person to have in the team, um, experience as well. But like you said, probably hasn't got a lot of praise because goalkeepers don't get as much as necessarily as outfield players. But um, no, really pleased for her. Um, she deserves it. Yeah, brilliant season. Definitely. Well, it's been a brilliant season for all you girls. So a well done from me to all of you as well because you have been, you know, I've been to nearly all the games and it's been enjoyable once again so big thanks everyone and all the players if you are listening um a little bit of a congratulations to also the um st joe's um because blue you went to st joe's didn't you when you um, first signed for the club yeah i was there for a year yeah um they've won the treble um of course paid short and pagger um, of course one of your former coaches <laughs> former coach at the club um as part of that cole scoose as well um who's actually now the berry town manager so congratulations to him he's uh, retired from football so Congrats on a very, very good career indeed. Um, number four as well, Cole Scoose, EK Blue. So yeah, we keep saying these good players. Oh, they're all they're all number fours, yeah. aren't they? <laughs> yeah. 
Although he didn't score many goals, Cole Scoose, for the club. He scored two, two goals. So. There's no one passing there, isn't there? Getting the ball, passing, <laughs> assisting and all that. Um, to, to be fair, the two goals Cole did score were absolute weldies. Um, if, if, so, so, yeah, I'm sure he doesn't care about that. He just cares about all the appearances racked up. But, um, yeah, congratulations to St. Joe's because we've got Megan's part of the team, Summer, and I think some of the academy girls as well. So, um, yeah, good to see um, a successful team there with winning the treble. Um, well, Blue. It's the off-season now, um, first week of it, um, as you, you both mentioned. Um, how do you sort of prep? You know, you said you're going to be still doing your rehab, but uh, off-season, a chance just to sort of relax, but also get ready for another season ahead. I'll be honest, this this time it hasn't really changed much for me, um, other than the fact that I'm not going into the training ground to do my my gym bits, um, because really I've got, to, I've got to prep for pre-season more than these lot have. Um, so I've sort of continued as is, if I'm honest. Um, but where if you've played the whole whole season, you're given sort of a rest um, for a couple of weeks and then you're back into pre-pre-season. Um, for me, I've, I'm kind of just working through because I've got some catching up to do. Um, I've got to get that number four position back, you know. Got some decent players there now. <laughs> yeah, competition there. <laughs> they're all right aren't they yeah, right. <laughs> not too bad not too bad um but yeah healthy competition of course healthy mm -hmm. competition sure. uh, it's, it's been a long season you know 30 plus games whatever it is uh, i'm sure you're looking forward to the off season but as you said you're sort of missing it already after just one week of no training but um you've got much planned for your off season um yeah i'm going away a couple of times i'm going to greece with my family um then a few of the girls and we're going to iron napa um, which will be interesting to say the least. Um, and a few of like, the younger ones are going camping. They asked me if I wanted to go. So, yeah, I'm quite busy in June, to be fair, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I am. What's, um, what's the first thing you think of when, you know, when you know the season is about to begin again or pre-season? What do you sort of, you know, look forward to the most? What don't you look forward to? I'm sure like the bleak tests and stuff. What's the sort of, we'll talk about that probably later on in our podcast, but BK for you, you know, what, what, what are you thinking right now? Like, oh God, I've got to prepare for that and stuff. Um, Obviously the running is never fun. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, it flies by. Um, Pre-season always does. Um, I'm looking forward to new kit. You know, you just feel mm. fresh going back into the new season. It's sunny, good vibes. Everyone just seems to be happy. Um, yeah, and just buzzing to just start the season. Um, that first game is all anyone really thinks about. Obviously, you've got the pre-season friendlies, but they're nowhere near as important or get you as motivated as what the beginning of the season does. So, yeah, just that first game of the season, I think, is full focus. Definitely. I don't know when the fix the fix to be fair, the fixtures are ages away as well. So mm. we can't even look forward to that. I think the men's is the twenty second of June, but I don't think we normally don't get us until like July or even like the first of August or something. So you mm. don't have that preparation of like planning out your, your dates and fixtures and stuff. Um but Blue, what's your sort of what are you looking forward to for, for next season? Hopefully being fit. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I think I think that's the obvious one. Uh, but no, I'm I'm looking forward to a refresh, um, a reset. I think it's important that everyone gets that, both players who have been playing and for me and also staff. I think that's really important. Um, perhaps new faces. Uh, I'm not sure at this point, um, but with a season changing, you you expect to perhaps see a, a few more. 
Um, but yeah, just an overall where whenever you take a step back and everything becomes a little bit clearer, I, I like I like doing that quite a lot. Um, so having this break allows that and to reflect on what we've done the past 12 months and and take what we need to forward. Um, so yeah, I think we've got some reviews next week and then and then we're sort of fully off football for a little bit and then yeah, back in. And we go again. We go again. There we go. There we go. That's that's the motto. That is the motto. Oh well, it's been another great recording. Um, EK, any other business from you? Any other notes? Any shout outs you wanna shout out? Um surely a shout out for tracing Chris. Oh god, yeah. Yeah, they'll 100% be listening to this, 100%. The <laughs> so mum, dad, if you're listening, thank you very much. Um, I don't think, obviously, you realise how important, you know, your parents are um, until you go through a tough season like we all have. Um, so, yeah, obviously, thank you to you both. Um, I think you've been unbelievable, um, as well as staff members at the club. Um, again, unbelievable. Um, and I think as well, players, you know, I've made some incredible friends this, this season, especially um, people that, have, you know, stuck by me um, and helped me through a lot. So I think, you know, I'll be forever grateful for, for everyone that, you know, has helped me through um, what we could say a tough season. But yeah, like I said, we go again. Love it. Love it. Well, Blue, um, we're going to have some more other podcasts before, you know, the off off season. We're still going to be on season, Blue. We're still going to bring you some more podcasts after this one. Um, so do not worry, ladies and gentlemen. We'll still be there for you for a few more weeks and then we are going to have a nice little break, Blue, and then we'll come back. Of course, it is going to be the World Cup. You know, I, I didn't mention it, did I, Blue, until you told yeah, me. Ross. Actually, Ross, there will be football. <laughs> but there is going to be football in Australia, New Zealand. It will be on TV, but we won't be able to go to games. Um, there will be, of course, when is it? Maybe this will be out after, of course, it's the FA Cup Women's Final. Um, I'm going to, actually, Ross, on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Nice one. Yeah, yeah I think this will be going out on the Monday. So, okay. congratulations well, to we'll whoever's won. Yeah. <laughs> whoever's won. But, Blue, enjoy yourself. Um, you. Yeah. And take it away. We'll be bringing, of course, um, a season review, a massive season review, looking at um, the first game of the season to the last. Um, also, awards. And then we've also got a quiz. Uh, Kieran Stanley is going to be the quiz master. Me and Blue. You're going head to head to see who's going to be crowned the champion of the season in terms of how our memories last time it was very, yeah, it wasn't great, was it? Blue? <laughs> our memories weren't great. Um, but yeah, EK, um, it's been a pleasure. Thanks so much. Enjoy the off season, but Blue, take it away for the outro. Outro, here we go. Um, firstly, a big thanks to John Fowler's solicitors for all of their support this season. Um, big up Michael, had a nice chat with him at a awards evening. Um, which I don't think he can remember much. Um, but yeah, no, big up Michael Kennedy. Um, I was going to thank my parents, but not not as nicely as EK, because I thought, oh, I can't get emotional hearing that. I know. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks, parents. But actually, the big thanks is going to go to you, Ross, um, for all the miles and commitment you give this season and every season, really, to take photos. And I don't think you get enough appreciation from from us so I do moan a lot though I do moan a lot <laughs> not, too, <laughs> yeah. not too much at all actually Ross not too much yeah. at all so um yeah a big thanks to you and a big shout out to you um but yeah that's the pod um we'll see you whenever it is for the season review and awards quiz keep your eyes out um and once again thanks for your support this season <laughs> <laughs>